what we are going to do this year in the absence of a legislation that de- that criminalizes illegal schools. We will ensure, therefore, that the task teams that have been established in all provinces, including the police, will be on the watch out for any illegal schools, and then where they found them, they'll dismantle them, bend them if they are made of grass, and then rescue the children in those centers and take them to the neighboring uh, uh, legal schools so that they can then continue and proceed with the initiation itself. But uh, the new policy published by the Minister for Public Comments, which is ending on the 22nd of June, will then enable us to come up with legislation. Among the proposals is the, the criminalization of any legal schools, and that is the, the, the tough measure going forward to that one. But immediately now, to save lives, will then be cracking on those particular legal schools. And your department has um, also launched uh, some communication here and talks about, um, you know, the need to ensure that uh, you provide acceptable norms and standards in respect uh, of initiation practice. Now, uh, are you able to just, uh, you know, give us more information with regard to that? Yes, we have engaged the the sector itself to traditional leaders and those who are practicing uh, to say to them that the following measures ought to take. First is the pre-screening of the children. Before any child enters an initiation school, they must have gone to a medical doctor to check their health status, whether they don't have any other illnesses. So that by the time they go in, they are allowed medication to go with. In the past, they were refused to go with medication, and children will die of asthma, diabetes, and other illnesses just because of lack of treatment. Secondly, we said once the children have been uh, received there, you must make sure that every initiation school has plenty of water because any uh, treatment that ought to succeed, the body must continuously consume water. Because in the past, they used to deny water to the children there, saying that you must be strong, you are, going, you are preparing you to be a, an adult, and therefore you need to... Uh, to live through hard conditions. But today's bodies are weak. They are no longer as tough as our, our grandfather's bodies, you know. So we are then saying that water is necessary, so all those things ought to be in place. And then traditional healers uh, uh, and traditional leaders have agreed to some of those particular measures. And then illegal schools uh, must be rid of so that only those who have, been, who have passed the test to run the schools can only run the school. But unfortunately, in Sukukuni area and then also in the Lusuki City area in the Eastern Cape, particularly the areas of Amampondo. Those are the two sides that will be highly being observed. One in Sukukuni is because already we have disapproved 74 schools, and I know that those people who have been disapproved may try and take a chance and run a school without being approved. And then also down there in the Eastern Cape, there's been a big problem of the illegal schools that have been found and, and, and discovered, particularly last year. And we will just have to go tougher on this area so that we can save the children's lives. And secondly, there are people who are going around kidnapping children now. It happened in Bumalanga. Mm-hmm. Children were kidnapped from Davidon and then taken somewhere in Benalton. The whereabouts of those children, it's, it's what we are still trying to locate and so that we could then deal with those people who have kidnap the kids. In the Eastern Cape, kidnap cases have already been reported also. And we know, therefore, that, that people are commercializing who just wants to make money 
Uh, and then then they'll run the schools which untrained people, and then all sorts of things will happen. As you said, or that nine initiatives in the Eastern Cape have already uh, been uh, admitted to hospitals. Those are the sad stories that unfortunately still uh, bedevils us and bedevils this particular culture. Mm. And then, and also, you know, the the the, the um, secrecy in uh, which uh, these cultural practices are shrouded. Uh, because if you talk about the kidnapping, um, uh, Minister, it, it it really is a very worrying situation because you spoke about norms and standards. But of course, if children are being kidnapped, then one can uh, almost assume that those are not being adhered to. No, well, obviously, they are, as I said, that they are chance takers in society who are just there for money and nothing else. They will kidnap the children and go to their parents and demand money. And we want the parents ready to co- cooperate with us by reporting these people. Once your child is kidnapped and these people come to your home, report them immediately so that we could then delete them uh, through the Criminal uh, Procedure Act. Kidnapping is, is a criminal, and uh, forcing a child to go into initiation is a criminal. So the law is there in terms of the Criminal Procedure Act. But if parents keep quiet, we will not know. And then it is upon all community members, the parents themselves included, to ensure that we are all out ensuring that we have these norms uh, adhered to and then, then we can then have peaceful environment where children do not go in and die. 28,000 children are going in in Limpopo uh, uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, 29,000 of them will be there. In the Eastern Cape, the number usually is uh, up to 50,000 to 60,000 of children that go there. We want these kids to go in and to come back alive, not go in and some of them come back dead or some of them with botched operations. It's very sad if those things continue to happen.